Hi everybody, it's Chris Lipper from On The Bus Events, and we're really gifted in this part of the world with so much live music all the time, and I'm gifted in a way that I get to record a lot of these bands' videos and get to know a lot of the bands. I figured why not share some of the, the stories I get to hear with all of you and talk about the show before and after and share some pieces of it. Anyway, I'm Chris Lipper from On The Bus Events. Thanks. Hey, it's Chris Lipper from On The Bus Event, and it's a special night for me, at least. Um, I'm getting to see my favorite band in the land, Dark Star Orchestra, down at the Stone Pony, which is a great venue. It's actually at the Summer Stage outdoors. And tonight we're talking to Rob Baracco and Jeff Matson. And um, so I was thinking about this interview on the way here, and you guys cover a lot of material and you try to do it in the theme or not note for note but the feel of the show that night and the stage looks the same and and rob you, you know everybody else has to are basically worried about change of equipment but you sometimes have to change characters right you're yeah, absolutely <laughs> so it's different voices it's different uh, all kinds of things now how have you learned to do that that's good that's a great question you know, when I first joined the band, I I wasn't really that familiar with the Brent thing. You know, I mean, obviously I'd seen Brent a, a couple of times, and uh, but I never really listened to the Grateful Dead '80s and '90s too much. So uh, when the band presented to me, you know, when they when they wanted me to join full time, uh, they said, you know, you're going to have to do the Brent thing, and I was like, mm, you know, so I I used to sit down, listen to the shows, and you know. You, Little by little, you pick it up, and for me, it was really difficult because I, I'm not a natural high singer, and I had to sing all the high parts. So, but you know, I, what I found was by, by working on it and doing it in the shows that my voice actually started to gain range. Not much, but enough that I could, could cover the parts. And I've seen you do some amazing pig pen stuff. I remember there was a Love Light at Peach one year that was memorable. Yeah, where you, you, <laughs> it was no, you were standing up and it was just great. I remember. Um, so yeah, well, and pig, yeah, pig for me was uh, that's what I grew up with mm -hmm. because when I, when I, became aware of the Grateful Dead, that's really all there was, you know. Um, it was before Europe '72, and we started uh, we started getting um, LP bootlegs. There were no tapes. Wow. And the LP bootlegs were all old dead shows, you know, so I, I got to hear a lot of Pigpen, you know, and I really, I fell in love with the way, you know, this whole rap thing, you know, it's so cool. And you've conquered the, the Brent stuff too. I mean, tonight it, it's been published, I guess, that you're doing the 89 Giant Stadium show and I looked at the list and what song are you singing tonight? Isn't there a Never Trust a Woman or something like that in the second I set? So. I don't think so. I hope not. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll so you're not covering a Brent tune tonight. I don't think so. I don't think well, so. Well, he'll be singing the. Yeah, harmonies. all the all the, of all course. the harmony, all the high harmonies and stuff. Of course. Okay. All right. Um, so, it, any tips for anybody who maybe is doing cover bands and has to cover the range of different voices that you can give? Listen and work at it. I mean, that's okay. it. It's, 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 like, it's like anything in music, you know. If you want to get good at it, you just got to work it. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Sure. And Jeff Matson, who is my favorite guitar player anywhere you're on a short list of one, you're it. And uh, my favorite place to be is on the rail, at your feet, 
generally with your wife Randy next to me, because <laughs> then I know I'm in the right spot. And um, th that's just where I find my smile. And I, don't, I can't explain it, but it's kind of like in the old days when... Maybe you're losing your hearing. No, uh, no. But, <laughs> but it was like when we used to chase Jerry around, and it's just a similar thing, you know. It was, that was where I'd find my smile then, and I find it with you, and I'm, I'm grateful that I get to be at your feet as much as I am. Um, you too cover a wide range. I saw a 70s show the other night, and you've got multiple guitars to cover all these different eras. Yeah. Um, I mean, how many guitars are you guys traveling with? Uh, I have six guitars on the road. Um, I have a uh, D'Angelico, kind of the style of a Les Paul that uh, I was using the other night with different pickups in it and the stock ones and uh and that was at the bergen pack yeah and i have an acoustic we did an acoustic show recently and i have a taylor and uh, then i have two stratocasters that are modified by brad sarno um and then i have two uh, travis bean guitars oh i didn't know you had two okay yeah i have a tv 1000 and tv 500 okay so the difference is that one only has one output well, yeah, I mean, 1976, he didn't have that effect. He wasn't using effects, so, and it's got those big humbucker pickups on it. Uh, and uh, what, what did you guys call the guitar? The, something, a, the pain giver or something like that. Oh, I don't know. But, but it's interesting that you, so the... The ear or something yeah, yeah. like that. The ice pick in the ear. The ice pick. <laughs> the ice pick. So you know in 76 which Travis beat he was using. Oh, yeah. And you've your equipment, it's there. <laughs> okay. but your equipment matches. All your guys' equipment well, is matching you know, pretty well. We have, yeah, you know, we have a lot of uh, the right equipment. Not all of it, you know, because uh, Jerry used many different guitars over the. Even though he, in the '80s, he primarily was using the Irwins, you know. Uh, but uh, before that, there was a lot of experimentation. Uh, Rob Eaton has a lot of um, different. Uh, uh, he's got the, the old Gibson, and he's got a bunch of Ibanez and a bunch of uh, modulus guitars. So I cover most of the sounds. He's got all the different keyboards in the Yeah, I even uh, I have um, when Brent first started with them, he used a Fender Rhodes, and I actually have it. Oh, really? The one. Okay. So I've got that. And then at one point, uh, we had the keyboard he used from 83 to 86. Uh, we actually had one of his. And That's that exciting. Crapped out, but the guy who loaned it to us is a collector, so he had another one. So we, at least we had another one. And you can't. There's no way to reproduce that sound, no matter what. I've tried forever, and it's impossible. I heard it, uh, you guys did a, a Warfield show where there was an acoustic set and then two electric sets, and you had the same struggles that the Grateful Dead did that night, getting the grand piano off the stage. Well, that was before me. Oh, was that? Yeah, that was at the okay. Warf at the Warfield. Uh, back in two, like 2001, I think, or something like that. That was before me. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I got to hear that story the no, other day. Uh, the only time we've ever used acoustic piano was, was at a place called the um, Hamilton. the Hamilton in Washington, D.C. They had yep. a beautiful, I think it's a Baldwin or Yamaha. I can't remember. Baldwin Grant, big, huge. It's off to the right, yeah. Yeah. So I've used that for our acoustic shows. It would be really too difficult to use for the electric shows because they, they're hard to mic. And I don't like the sound of the they have a pickup in it um and it, it's I don't know, it's a little dry sounding to me it doesn't really sound right okay so. 
So I guess we're at the last turn of a tour, right? You're, you've got tonight and then the three Dewey shows and then that's well, it. Two. Two. Well, two. two. <laughs> yeah, Dewey half the beach. Two. <laughs> right. Two at Dewey and then uh, I think Richmond. we have a day off and then we play Richmond and the two Black Mountain shows and that's it. And then you're going to Red Rocks. Well, uh, Red Rocks is, yeah. Yeah, in, in uh, September. And then something that maybe everybody doesn't know is you both are in the Zen Tricksters together. Yeah. And there's a big anniversary coming up with that. Yeah, we're celebrating our 40th anniversary. Going back to, uh, we started out in 1979 as the volunteers. And that's somewhere along the line. I'm fuzzy. I mean, I've been there all the years. So. 89. 89 turned into the Zen Tricksters. Early in 89. So that's 30 I, years I ago. Joined, I joined in the fall of 89. That's 30 years. Yeah, but it's but it's been an ongoing thing. It never stopped. Mm -hmm. just, yeah, just because the name changes, same. Of course. Same yeah. And the Warlocks became the Grateful Dead, right? Same yeah. kind of thing. Same thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, so yeah, we're we're going to be celebrating that at um, the uh, Landmark Theater in Port Washington on uh, November 11th, 10th, November 10th. Okay. Let's get that right. So the Landmark Theater in Long Island on November 10th? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, That's a, exciting. Yeah, it's a little theater. We go to it all the time. We live nearby. And we've seen some great shows there. So it's the two of you, Mike Diamond, Tommy. Uh, Dave Diamond, Tommy da Sacosta, Cliff, Black. Cliff Black, and Jennifer Marshall. That's exciting. That's a lot of fun. I highly funny, recommend Funny thing about Cliff Black and I, uh, I know Cliff since I'm eight years old. He grew up right. in my town, Westbury. Okay. Uh, and uh, we had gone through quite a few bass players, and uh, but he ended up lasting the longest for sure. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. He's a lot of fun. Yeah. So a question I like to ask, and you don't have to answer, but if something comes to you, I'd love no. to hear it. So you guys have been on the road most of your adult lives, right? That's yes. safe to say. And you've probably seen some very strange things, some very funny things. Anything that you can share? Here that you're comfortable talking about that you've seen. <laughs> God, what a question. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, it's something I'd have to really think about. Yeah, it's weird. You know, it's true. I mean, we, and we have all kinds of stories and stuff like that, but they just kind of pop up. I mean, I, I would have need some proof. So I saw you guys play recently the Zen Tricksters um, somewhere on the Hudson, and the generator ran out of gas, oh, yeah. and Cliff Black told us a story on the air about uh, at Vibes where that happened. People had to pump, ride a bicycle to get their generator going or something oh, like I that. I know that, but I, but I do remember that, that it was, we were the first set of the weekend on the Thursday, I guess it was. Were you in the band then? No, yeah. I don't oh, think so. Oh, no. And, uh, you know, we opened up and um, I think we opened the eyes of the world or something like that. And uh, all of a sudden, PA is gone. Everything is gone. It's humiliating. <laughs> but at this juncture, I was also doing some songs on acoustic guitar. So I grabbed my acoustic guitar and I walked out to the edge of the stage. And I, no amplification at all. I got the crowd to sing Ripple. Wow. And uh, it was funny. You know, I was just desperate for something to do with Kill Time. And all these people, that was the best part of the weekend, you know. <laughs> I could see that. You know, well, it was, you know, everybody, it was a good, it was a gathering of the vibe sort of thing, you know, so it was cool. A talking, cool moment. 
talking about gathering of the vibes, which which was it was a really cool festival. Mm -hmm. Lasted a long time, and Jeff played every single one, mm -hmm. and I played quite a few of them as well. But uh, one time, I think it was the second one. It was the one in Croton. I think so. Remember yeah. Croton on Hudson? Yeah. And uh, so the stage manager who unfortunately has passed away. Yeah. Uh, and I Mike. Mike. Yeah. I can't think of his last yeah, Mike. That happened right before the last one, I think. What's that? That he passed away, right? Yes, yes. And uh, so anyway, he gives a signal to Jeff that it's time for us to get off the stage. And Jeff starts, Jeff just looks at him and starts love light. <laughs> and, and in all fairness, I didn't get the message. I, but, but, I but, but of course, in, his, in Mike's eyes, Mike was outraged. He's like, and he, after the set ended, which we, of course, we went over. And he came up to me, he goes, he's so defiant, I can't believe he did that. I'm, I was like, well, I was what do you want me to say? But I, I just knew I had to run when I saw And the him. horrible thing is, the horrible thing is, is that the, it was such a beautiful day. We went over and Mo was supposed to start. And of course, now they have to strip the stage, get Mo on. By the time they get Mo on, a thunderstorm comes oh, and no. washed us out. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> I mean, wasn't on purpose. So, I mean, it's not much of a story, but the point is, there's there's about a thousand stories like that. I mean, there's just so much stuff. You Cliff know? is the, the repository of. Oh yeah. Well, I was just on the road with him for like nine days, yeah, so yeah, I got to see her a lot. lot of stories. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I and there's a lot of stories that you just can't. Of course. Talk about. <laughs> I, so. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get when I ask. <laughs> when I ask that question, you never know what you're going to get back. So I, I, knowing that it's a show tonight and it's an '89 show, I was counting the mic stands, and there's an extra mic out there. At least by my count, is Lisa going to come out at the end or something? Well, that's generally what happens if we do a show that, that if we if we. Uh, have any time left at the end we play what we call for. right well for sound check they'll they, her mic will be up because you never know what we're going to do at the end but they'll take it down before the got show it starts. okay and then they'll put it back up right before she comes on i'm one of those guys that likes to look at the stage and kind of figure it out mm -hmm. and and i'll start texting and guessing what it is and yeah, but you got there too early because you saw yeah. that mic on yeah <laughs> well, i'm grateful i did yeah that'll be that's probably gone by now all right we'll find out anything else you guys want to add any other thoughts? Any messages? <laughs> no? Come see Darkstar. Yeah. <laughs> Best band in the land. In a theater near you. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate and we're playing oh, Red Rocks on September the 8th. Rocks. That's right. And Jamaica, when? Uh, yeah. The 15th, 16th, 17th, and 18th of January. With, uh, with the JGB with and Donna the Buffalo. And Donna the Buffalo. Wow. That's right. That's it. I got chills. That's exciting. Yeah. All right. Sold out, but yeah. Already? Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oversold. They're selling rooms at the hotel next door. That's great. Uh, some. Yeah. Yep. All right. Some. Guys, thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. So what a treat interviewing Rob Baracco and Jeff Matson um, right before hitting the stage at the. Uh, Somerset stage down at the Stone Pony. That was just um, a dream come true for me and um, a lot of fun. So I did find that um, Love Light from Peach that we discussed, and uh, that'll come up next. And then a killer, killer Morning Dew I found from Dark Star Jubilee. And for those that listened last week, listen to how fine-tuned Cotter has everything and just... Uh, what a treat these guys are. If you've never seen Dark Star, go see them. And um, 
I don't know, can't wait to see them next, and that's how I feel every time I see them. So enjoy, and uh, we got a special treat for next week coming up, too. I bumped into Skip this weekend from Dark Star at a very unusual place to find him, uh, floating above a bowling alley playing. Uh, it was great. All right, talk to you all soon. Have a great week. Peace. So here's the uh, epic love light that I recorded at Peach. Just the rap portion.
So that was that epic love light from Peach three, four years ago. Uh, Morning Dew's coming up next that I found at Jubilee.
So that was a ripping morning dew from Dark Star Jubilee in Buckeye Lake, Ohio, 2018. Thank you, Dark Star Orchestra. Thank you, Jeff Matson. Uh, there's some songs like Morning Dew, like Fire in the Mountain, Eyes of the World, a lot of them that Jeff's just taken to a next place and um, just can't get enough of it. Thank you all. Hey, it's Chris Lipper from On the Bus Events, and I hope you enjoyed that. I sure did. Uh, you can always check out the full video uh, from that night on YouTube at On the Bus Events. And if you know anybody who potentially might like to advertise with us, either bands, venues perhaps, or people just around the music scene, I'd love an introduction. All right, thanks a lot. Peace. Bye.